This is Isaiah Bryant, and this is episode 9 of my podcast. So this podcast is on, uh, well, today's podcast is going to be on the Central Park Five. So this is an interesting case that uh, happened in 1989, in April. Um, and of course, it happened in Central Park, given the name Central Park Five. And so, uh, essentially, there uh, was a woman who was sexually assaulted and raped in Central Park. And I believe the time was like 8 or 9 p.m., so it, wa- it was very late, so there was not, you know, a huge population of people, but still, this was this was crazy to have this open park like that. And it's just such a famous and uh, popular park have such a like, crime as that occurring. But um, five black and Latino teenagers were um, the ones that were accused. And uh, they had the opportunity. They were they were in the park at the time, and there were other crimes that happened, like uh, assault and battery, robbery. So, so they had the opportunity to have done. However, there was not explicit like forensic evidence that uh, said that they would that they were they matched anything. There wasn't there wasn't anything that directly matched the kids. So it was it was quite a wild accusation, in a way, because it wasn't just you know they were. Um, suspects they they very quickly went from suspect to like or they very quickly went from some suspects to the prime suspects and um they very quickly lost their social status and people people that knew them or just people that heard about it very quickly jumped to the assumption that they were definitely guilty and um they actually went to court uh these five boys uh cory wise kevin richardson raymond santana Antron McRae and Yusuf Salam, Salem, something. Don't know how to pronounce the last name. But they uh, were the ones that were accused of sexually assaulting Trisha Meili, something. I don't know. But um, they were actually convicted and found guilty. So they were found guilty of that crime, which was very interesting because. when you look back at the case, you might think that there's definitely no sensitive evidence, but the um, prosecuting attorney definitely had convinced the jury that it should have been a guilty verdict, which is why this case became so popular, because there is the CSI effect that the juries expect a huge amount of evidence in a case, and this case did not have that, but yet they still found the guilty verdict. And the main piece or, uh, reason people believe this is because they think that it had something to do with racial injustice. Um, so they believe that the kids were convicted because they were Hispanic and black. And so that's that's why this case uh, becomes so popular because it seems it seems like there was definitely some racial injustice and or it, it, at least a lot of people believe there was uh, some sort of discrimination here on the bias of race. And that is why they got the guilty verdict rather than the innocent verdict. Now, I did not, I was not able to find information on who was in the jury, whether it was, you know, a large sum of this particular group or at least people that were not Hispanic and African American or black. So I I did not get that information, but that is very likely that they were not of, that most of them at least were not of the same group of these boys. But uh, the boys are end up do getting convicted uh, and found guilty. However, 
Later, their charges are dropped after a prisoner that was already in prison confess, confesses to the crime and it gets the, um, the five children out. However, uh, they, are li- they are physically out of prison, but socially they, will, they remain in prison because their social status will never be the same. Because there's plenty of people that believe that the, the prisoner that confessed is not really, um, that was lying and that there were people that still believe that these five kids, uh, these five, um, these five colored kids had committed the crime and that they were terrible people. And there was, there was socially, they never recovered from what happened. And they were, they ended up actually suing the state of York, the state of New York and something else um and won and they they received a large sum of money from that it was like 44.9 million dollars in total or something insane like that so they they were reimbursed financially but they will never be able to be reimbursed socially because they are still they had still been suspected they had still been they will further have been discriminated against by other people who assumed and strongly believed that they had committed the crime and that they may have gotten away with it. Or even if there's people that know, okay, they, they were released, but they still kind of watch them because they're like, we don't know. They were, um, they were found guilty, so we don't know what's going on. But, and so, so they can't return to li- their normal lives the way that they had before. Things had changed for them, and they could not, they, they could never recover in that sense. But the, the case is very interesting because it, it's interesting because you think that the Trisha Maili would just be able to identify, oh, was it these five boys? Was it the, was it the prisoner that, that um, uh, stated that he did it, that he confessed? But she had no memory of what had happened to her, which is interesting because that's a lot more common than most people would think because... It has to do with the trauma, and of course, she had been knocked out by the um, criminal, by the suspect, or by whoever, by whoever did it, or or whomever did it, depending upon. Um, and because of that, she may have lost partial of her, a slight bit of her short-term memory from that. But anyways, that that makes it so much more difficult because now we cannot have a testimony from the victim. And of course, she had been jogging alone, and it was it was at night, and so there was no one in that specific, very close vicinity to have been a eyewitness. But um, they they still have the confession from the from the um, already imprisoned inmate, which was helpful to release the five boys, and now. It's generally believed now that the five boys had not done it, but it is actually understandable then because we you really have no idea. Of course, the prison inmate confessed, but what if he already had life in prison? So by confessing, it didn't get any worse. Like, like maybe confessing would not then give him the death penalty. It would just give him a second life sentence on top of his already life sentence without parole, and perhaps he was just taking that to release the boys, which... You know, if they if they have you know a life sentence, and they might not have the empathy to release the boys, but still, it, it's possible and it's within the realm of possibility 
So we really just we did not know. But now it's generally believed because there wasn't the forensic evidence. And the ra- it's highly believed that racial discrimination played a huge part in it. So nowadays, in, the, in this current time period, it's, it's generally believed that they didn't do it. But at the same time, we have to understand that even disregarding race, they, they had the opportunity. They didn't really have anyone else specifically, but they actually, the, the police officer actually did end up um, having a large sum of suspects. I, I believe it was, it was a crazy amount of suspects, up to like 30 that they accused and strongly accused. I feel like the police and the investigators, the, the people who were making, the, the, the people in the department that were making these allegations, I feel, had not handled that correctly because they're, they're possibly ruining the social status of 30 different people where maybe one to five people had committed the crime. So even if you're really just trying to find who it is, you can't, it, it shouldn't be that they outright make a huge claim of a large amount of people when they could be ruined. They, no matter what they do, they're going to be ruining the lives of a lot of people because 30 people did not commit the crime. Only some of them did. And accusing that many people is going to destroy their social status. But then again, there's also the understanding of they just don't know what they don't know. They're trying to get whoever did it. They're struggling. But I believe that's about it for the Central Park Five. Um, yeah.